0: Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with the Entrepreneurs on Fire Income Report for April 2020. Our gross income for the month of April was $267,088. Our expenses for the month were, wait for it, $158,718 for a total net profit of $108,370, which is a $70,000 drop from the previous month. And on top of that, it brought our percentage of net profit to our overall gross revenue. Down to 41% for the month of April, which is about 30% less than where we usually are 30 to 40% less. And there is a reason for that, which we will be getting into. Although those of you that listened to last month's income report probably already know the reason. But as always, we're going to kick it off with our CPA on fire, Mr. Josh Bowerly himself. He has a monthly tax tip that you are not going to want to miss because it's all about COVID-19 relief efforts for business and so much more. Josh, take it away, brother.
1: All right, John, uh, we are entering the third month of the COVID-19 outbreak and I know there are still many businesses that are either shut down completely or there may be, they're open, but they're still severely impacted and, at this point, I think almost every business has felt some type of negative effect from the pandemic, right? Uh, whether it's a loss of income or their, their, their typical clients or their audience is impacted, so everybody's feeling it in some way. And I know last month we did an update on, on, the, on the, the help that's out there for entrepreneurs and small business owners. And this month, as this continues to drag on, I want to do a quick update on where all four of those programs are at and, and, and what else entrepreneurs can be doing. All right. So the first thing we talked about last month was the EIDL, which stands for the Economic Injury Disaster Loan. And that was a part of the original CARES Act stimulus plan. And if you remember back then, they were going to give out a $10,000 grant that did not need to be repaid. And then if you needed additional funds on top of that, you could get potentially up to $2 million in a loan that would be on very, very favorable terms. All right. So to update on this program, uh, first, the bad news, the $10,000 grant turned into $1,000 per employee or a flat $1,000 for those who don't have any employees. Okay. So for most people, it was significantly less than they were promised initially. No idea why they did that, but that's what they ended up doing. Um, Additionally, they are no longer taking applications for EIDL funds as they've had far more in the queue than there are money available, okay? So they did put some more money towards this, but right now they're saying that there was just, there's so many in the queue that they they can't even get to them all as is. So you can't even apply for this anymore. The good news for those who have applied is that uh, they have started giving that money. I know several people who got uh, either the $1,000 or $1,000 per employee. Um, if you got an application in originally there is money that's being put towards this program again so there's a very good chance that you will receive some money here and if you if you did apply and you have not heard anything yet, so what's going to happen that most of the time they don't even email you all of a sudden it's just going to be there's going to be funds in your bank account. So you may want to check and see if you've already received it. You may not even notice if you're not checking that every day. If you have not received it and you did get an application in, check your credit report. Um, one thing I found is that they, the SBA pulls your personal credit right before they issue the funds. So if you see some type of SBA or small business association on your credit report, that means there's a good chance you're about to get those EIDL funds. All right, PPP, uh, this was the big one. This was a Paycheck Protection Program. And this was giving businesses impacted by the pandemic a forgivable loan up to two and a half times their monthly average payroll costs. Or for those who don't have employees, two and a half times their average monthly profits. Okay. So it implied for both corporations that had employees and sole proprietors or even independent contractors who didn't have employees. And for a lot of people, this was quite a bit of money. Um, We know we had, we've seen people get a half a million dollars. There were people that got $10 million. that, That was the max on it. But we know lots and lots of people who were able to get this. It was delayed. It took a lot longer than expected. There was a lot of hiccups in it. But the good news is that they did start to get this going. And we've seen many businesses receive these critically needed funds from this program. Um, And I mean, I've I've personally seen businesses that would have gone out of business if this didn't come through. They got it. And and now there's a good chance they'll survive. Um, The bad news is that the funds ran out incredibly quickly. All right. They did add an additional 300 billion to this program. And again, they're, they're getting close to running out of that. However, they are still taking applications for this program. So if you have not applied for PPP yet, you need to do it. Okay, If you've been impacted at all in your business, you need to apply for this. And again, a lot of people didn't understand. They thought if they didn't have employees, they, didn't, they, they, they weren't eligible for a paycheck protection program. If you're a sole proprietor, if you're an independent contractor, you are eligible for this program and you can get quite a bit of money that, again, it never has to be paid back. All right. So... If you haven't applied yet, get in and apply. I highly recommend using PayPal. They're by far the fastest people that we have seen uh, funding these loans. So go to PayPal, just simply Google PayPal uh, PPP application, and I guarantee it's gonna come right up, get that application in. They're running out of funds very quickly. Just just go do it, it, it can't hurt to try it. Next one is unemployment. Um, we, we talked about last month how it's now open to small business owners, which it never was in the past. Small business owners who have seen their income gone or or significantly reduced due to the COVID pandemic uh, are eligible to receive unemployment funds to help make up that difference. And- that's even much higher than, than traditional unemployment funds because the, the federal government's kicking in an additional $600 per week. Okay, so that's that's the good news that, that is there for small business owners. The bad news is that almost every state system is completely and utterly overwhelmed. Um, there's been way more people applying than were, were ever expected to apply in a system. Some of these states are using computer systems that are 30, 40, 50 years old to, to process these applications. They're completely overwhelmed. So the the best thing I can tell you here, if, if you have started applying and have not received anything yet, is to just relentlessly keep checking in on it. Um, call and call and call. I know there's people waiting on hold forever, never getting through. Try calling right when they open. Try calling right before they close. A lot of states are hiring thousands of new people to help get, process these applications. But you got to be relentless here. you got to keep trying. Um, and finally, let's talk about the stimulus checks. Uh, for, for most of the people who were eligible for their stimulus checks, these were just the, the money given out to anyone who met the income requirements. Um, if you were eligible, then you probably got that at this point. Either, either they mailed you a check or they put it directly into your bank account. If you feel you are eligible and you have not yet received that money, you need to check on your status on the IRS website that they created to do that. And we have a link to it on the income report itself. Uh, But one big thing that we found out that they didn't really communicate is that if you owed money on your most recently filed return, you're going to need to log into that site and update your banking information in order to receive your money. Okay. So they're not going to do anything if you don't get in there and and do that. Um, and, and they do have a deadline. I, I Some people are saying it, it was May 5th. I've seen others say it's going to be the end of May. I don't know for sure. but I, I would still get in there and try. But if you don't get in by that deadline, you're probably not going to get the stimulus money until you file your 2020 taxes, basically a year from now. So if you feel you're eligible and you have not, yet done it, get on the IRS website, use the link on the income report and check the status. Have your most recently filed return ready for you. They're going to ask for some numbers from it, some questions, get it in there, and you should be able to get access to your money if you're eligible. All right. So those are the four programs. Those are the big things eligible for people. Every state, every even uh, locality has different things, different loan programs. So I'm just going to end this the same way I did last month in... To survive this, you're gonna to need to fight, you're gonna to need to be relentless, you're gonna to need to be persistent, you're gonna to need to innovate in your business. You're gonna find have to find out what you're entitled to, and you're gonna to have to go get it. And again, this is this isn't fair to anybody. It's hardworking business owners who did nothing wrong are being quote unquote punished by this. But to survive it, you've got to take matters into your own hands, you've got to be relentless, you've got to innovate your business to find new ways to make revenue. And just just keep fighting. All right. So hopefully next month we're, we're, we're back and, and, and we don't even have to talk about COVID-19 because we're all back open and thriving. But this is where we stand. Keep fighting. Let's get through it.
0: Josh, as always, thank you for dropping those value bombs and Fire Nation. Make sure you visit cpaonfire.com. You can get a ton of great value on all of your tax and CPA needs over there. So, Fire Nation, let's move into what went down in the month of April over here in EO Firelands. Well, the first thing that I would like to chat about is the fact that I officially inked a deal with HarperCollins. Uh, HarperCollins, for those of you who don't know, are one of what's called the Big Five publishers. And I, over the summer of 2019, was working with an agent and going back and forth with a lot of different pitches for different publishers. And I finally settled on the offer slash contract that HarperCollins presented to myself. And I'm very excited. I love the relationship I have with my editor over there. I love the other people they've published like Rachel Hollis and John Maxwell. And I'm really excited because I feel like This book that I am going to be writing and producing over the next few months, that's going to be available in the spring of 2021, is very aligned with everything that I'm doing here at Entrepreneurs on Fire, with everything that I've been doing over the past eight plus years of rocking the mic, and I feel like it's going to be very timely for you, Fire Nation, when it does come out. So, as I have shared in the past, you know, I went to you, Fire Nation, for the actual title of the book because I was like, you know what? I have a few good title ideas, but it's going to be up to Fire Nation to decide which title I actually go with because this is who I'm writing the book for. I'm writing the book for you, my listeners, my audience, for Fire Nation. So, I went to the survey world, and I asked Fire Nation, which one of these four or five titles do you like the best? i just giving you the option. And the clear winner was the title, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, Your Guide to Financial and Lifestyle Freedom. Whew, I gotta say, once that was settled, it just felt really good, and now I can just focus on creating the best book that I can to live up to that title because that's quite a title. I mean, I'm going to be taking you on a common path that's going to lead to uncommon success that's going to guide you to financial and lifestyle freedom. That is a big, bold promise. And guess what? I am going to deliver. Now, this is the first time I've written a book, uh, anything like this. I mean, I've done four journals. You know, we've done the Freedom Journal, the Mastery Journal, the Podcast Journal, the 100 Day Gold Journal over the years. And they've all been great successes and they've been great experiences. I did publish a very short ebook way back in 2012 called Podcast Launch, which is still a top ranked book on podcasting in Amazon. I mean, I've definitely updated it multiple, multiple times over the years to keep it super relevant and just a great read and a super valuable book for anybody that wants to learn how to create and launch and grow and monetize their podcast. But this is going to be, quote unquote, my first traditional book. So I'm very excited about it. I'm actually using the Mastery Journal to block off time for myself every single day. So I have my focus sessions down, 42 minutes of writing, 18 minutes of relaxing and refreshing, and then going back to another block of work. So the the Mastery Journal has been a huge help. The book's going to be a minimum of 50,000 words. You know, that's per HarperCollins. I'm actually already at 25,000 words as you and I are speaking And I'm just about halfway done of my portion of the book, but I'm also going to be doing a ton of interviews with some amazing other entrepreneurs to fill out some other sections that I've already crafted and created some earlier chapters. So I think this book's going to end up being somewhere around fifty to 80,000 words. I mean, that's kind of a bigger range, but I mean, I'm just not going to limit it, like it's going to be as long as it needs to be, not less, like it's going to be a very well thought out, very um, just value bomb laden book. So I'm very excited about it. I've got a lot done. I love how it's coming together. Very excited about it. And if you want Fire Nation, you can actually get on our email list because the email list specifically that we've created for this book, for the common path to uncommon success is just going to be an update email list where I'm going to be giving you sneak peeks. I'm going to be showing you some behind the scenes footage. Um, It's just going to be kind of a fun way for me to kind of keep you updated over the next essentially nine to 12 months of the process of both writing the book and then marketing the book, and then launching the book, and then distributing the book, and everything that goes into all of that. So I'm very, very excited. I would love for you to check it out. com slash success. com slash success. Because Fire Nation... I'm going to get you on the common path to uncommon success. So get over there, sign up. You're not going to be bombarded with emails. There's only going to be an email from time to time with some updates, again, with some sneak peeks and behind the scenes footage. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of awesomeness. I would love to see you part of that journey. And hey, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. It was a pretty exciting month to really ramp up and to put literally like 25 solid writing days under my belt. Like I pretty much wrote almost every single day during the month of April, which was amazing. Well, my friends, it has been way, way, way too long since you have heard the voice of Kate Lynn Erickson. She hasn't said a word yet, and that's completely my fault. So I'm going to pass the mic over to her. She's going to be taking up a majority of the voice time the rest of this episode. She's going to be talking about our biggest lessons from our biggest affiliate launch, our KBB bonus experience, and then, of course, she always ends with a bang with the biggest lesson learned of the month. So, Kate, what's going on, girl? Take this over.
2: What's up, Fire Nation? As always, so excited to be joining you here on the mic. And you also, John, congratulations on the book deal. This is so exciting. (laughs) Man, you know what? Whenever I think about this book deal, uh, for some reason, the exact moment that pops into my head is when you and I were walking in Maine and Uh, we were right on... um, Poor Farm Road. Poor Farm Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor Farm Road. And we were talking about the book title. This was like the conversation we had for, I don't know, probably an hour during that walk of like, you know, just brainstorming and like bouncing ideas off from each other, which I love doing. It was so fun. But I mean, even back then, there's no way that we could have known that this title would have ended up becoming the common path to uncommon success. And it just has such a beautiful ring to it. I really like it a lot, even though I was a little bit hesitant when I heard it for the very first time, but the more I hear it, the more it just like feels great. Do you feel great about it? I feel
0: wonderful about it. It is the title that is going to convey exactly what I want it to convey.
2: Well, and kudos on how much you've written. That is so incredible. And like your discipline and I I haven't been able to read a word of it yet, Fire Nation. He's literally keeping it from me. I tried to sneak in there to read a couple pages and I got shooed out. (laughs) (laughs) But so excited for you. So awesome. I can't wait to dive into it and at least get a sneak peek at the first chapter or two. Thank you. Yes. All right, so on to our biggest lessons from our biggest affiliate launch. Well, you all heard it from us here first last month in our income report from March. We broke down loads of behind the scenes and shared a lot of our experience with the Knowledge Broker Blueprint launch, which went down like we were prepping for it, well, all of January and most of February. It launched late, late February into March. So we were able to share a lot of like our reflections with you and how that went. But in this month's income report, you will see a very big reflection of what we covered last month in our actual numbers because we have never had expenses this high and we have never had a percent of net revenue to overall gross this month low, but there's lots of reasons for that. And again, you heard a lot of them in last month's income report. And also, I'm very excited to announce and follow up from last month's income report that I have finished that massive recap post that I was talking about. It is called Lessons Learned from our biggest affiliate launch. It is probably 100 times the detail and the nitty gritty and every last bit of everything you would want to know about that launch. So that post is linked up in this episode show notes, eofire.com forward slash income eight zero. That's where you can find the link to this recap post. I think it ended at maybe close to 8000 words. So it is basically a mini book. (laughs) You will love it. They're so I mean, I I broke it down into pre um, planning pre launch launch and post launch. So I use my organizational skills to really try and bring this one home for you guys. So make sure to head over and check it out. And next in our April roundup of what went on in the EO Fire Studios related was we kicked off our KBB bonus experience. So you probably heard us talk about it in last month's income report, and you will definitely see me dive deep into it in our recap post that I was just talking about. But in April, we kicked off the bonus experience, which was the package that we offered up as for free as a bonus to those who joined Knowledge Broker Blueprint through our affiliate launch. So this bonus experience was amazing. I mean, among a lot of other things, it included one-on-one calls, it included interviews with Jill and John, and it included a four-week virtual mastermind inside of a private Facebook group. We were really able to offer so much in this bonus experience because as you guys know, we teamed up on this launch with Jill and Josh Stanton from Screw the 9 to 5. And that really made it possible for this bonus experience to expand beyond what, you know, we would have been able or willing to take on ourselves. So like one example of that, just one example of that is inside this four week virtual uh, mastermind that we're hosting inside of a private Facebook group. We are hosting implementation and office hours calls five days a week. So every single weekday, we one of us is going live for one hour inside the group to answer questions, put people on the hot seat, walk through trainings you name it. And it really has been a game changer for so many of our students. And and I'm not just saying this, like they have literally told us that. And if you think about like the everyday roadblocks and the questions and the pivots that you come up against as a business owner, like if you're looking to launch something new, or if you're working on a new landing page or an offer or an opt-in giveaway, I mean, you name it, like even the smallest things, it's really easy to get held up on these little things that, you know, if you could just ask somebody else real, real fast, like the answer would really be able to push you, um, you know, to get to that next step. And not only that, I mean, these calls have taught us a ton too not just about the struggles that our audience is facing right now in real time, but also about the questions and the approach our audience uses when it comes to putting together an offer. And so this has really been such an amazing experience all around. And Actually, this is definitely a coincidence. But as we are recording this income report today, was officially the last office hours calls with you, John. How did office hours go today?
0: There were tears. There was sobbing. There was a lot of really sad farewells. But at the end of the day, everybody was just ecstatic to have had the experience that we had of the challenge, the follow up, and then of course this month of an incredible KBB bonus experience. We're going to see a lot of people at the virtual event that we're hosting in May. And then, of course, the in-person event is going to happen in San Diego in November. So, you know, this isn't just like goodbye forever. This is just farewell for now.
2: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's just been like this time that we've spent together over these past four weeks has just been really special because it's been, it's created like such a tight-knit community amongst everyone. And like when I say that we learn that we've learned so much from it, too, just one specific example of that, it, I mean, we talk about putting in the reps all the time, right? Like if you want to become a better interviewer, you have to do more interviewers. If you want to become a better writer, you have to write more. If you want to learn how to do video, you have to do videos. And, you know, for for me personally,, being committed to going live, doing a Facebook live inside this group every single week, like that has certainly pushed me. I mean, that's not something that I'm really used to doing on a regular basis as kind of the behind the scenes person here in the business. So it has really pushed me to put in those reps to be put on the spot with questions that, you know, it's not like I'm always getting these questions in advance. Sometimes they're like on the spot. And you know, John, you're just so great at this and you put people in the hot seat and you're really great at just like cutting through the noise and getting straight down to the point. But these are things, you know, that, that I haven't really practiced a ton. And so that's just one example of like how an experience like this, yes, it helps your audience and your students grow. But it, when When you are intentional about it, it can certainly help you grow as a leader, as a teacher, as a speaker, as a great communicator, and all of that great stuff. John, do you have anything to add to this bonus experience? I think you are very thorough. And I think anybody that
0: wants to learn more about this or get more takeaways, more feedback, and just overall consume some great content they should visit this post. So give them the URL for that post one time and then we can move on.
2: Yeah, most definitely. So it's linked up in this income report. So eofire.com forward slash income 80.
0: Income 80. That means we've been doing income reports for 80 months in a row, Kate.
2: That's a lot. That's a lot of incoming.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Faux show. A lot of reporting, too. You're right. So, anything you want to chat about before we move on to the income breakdown?
2: Well, let's dive in. April
0: 2020's Income Breakdown, Fire Nation. Our product and service income was $121,208. We did 401 journal sales for a total of $10,654. 132 Freedom Journals, 154 Mastery Journals. Is that the first time the Mastery Journal has ever outsold the Freedom Journal?
2: I think it's the first time the Mastery Journal led like almost by, I mean, by a significant amount this month. And I really do think that that's the first time that's happened, maybe with the exception of when we launched the Mastery Journal.
0: Wow. People are getting it that the Mastery Journal is my best work ever. That's 154 Mastery Journals. That is 22 more than the Freedom Journal. And then the Podcast Journal did 110. So that's 44 more than the podcast journal so overall a great month we did a twenty six thousand nine hundred and twenty dollars for podcasters for podcasters paradise Um, we brought in 29 new members over the month for over eleven thousand dollars in new members we did eighty two thousand four hundred and ninety dollars for podcast sponsorship so just continuing to crush it there our affiliate income was $145,000. Um, most of that was for the Tony Robbins Knowledge Broker Blueprint course, which brought in 119,917 dollars. ClickFunnels brought in 21,693, and then of course eofire.com/income80 will show you every single dollar that we were able to make throughout the entire month of April our expenses were massive, $152,650. If you listened uh, earlier in this episode, and then of course in last uh, month's income report as well, it all came down to advertising. Facebook advertising, we did $128,000 in Facebook advertising spend. I don't know if we've ever spent that much in a year and we spent it on one promotion. So we really went overboard and some lessons were learned there. <laughs> Luckily, we still finished in the quote unquote green with KBB. We we are going to be making money with that launch. But a lot of this advertising uh, budget and dollars did not convert for anything. Um, other expenses going down the line, we uh, paid almost $4,000 in Amazon fees. So a lot of expenses there. Of course, we have our team, our office expenses, so a lot of individual expenses that added up to one fifty-two, and you can check out the income report for all the details there. Um, over $6,000 um, in our recurring subscription-based expenses, because we did add to our team recently, so that's why we do have a big jump in our recurring um, expenses there, which we might talk about in a future episode. So our total expenses were $158,718 for our net profit of $108,370. So I'm glad we we stayed uh, above the $100,000 mark for net profits, which is always a great goal to have. And Kate, why don't you take us home with the biggest lesson learned?
2: biggest lesson learned for April, which I can't tell you how many times I've had to look at the month over and over and over again, because it just kind of sounds like weird to be doing an April income report because April went by so, so fast. But I will continue on with the biggest lesson learned, which was focusing on the 80 80- Twenty rule. So sometimes we receive powerful reminders of strategies or guidelines that we already know about. And maybe we even love and believe in these strategies and guidelines wholeheartedly, but that we aren't actually practicing. Like, do you ever find that that's true? I mean, maybe you'll hear someone talk about something or mention something that's working really well for them. And you think like, Wait a second. I used to do that. Why like why am I not focusing on that? Why aren't I doing that right now? And because so much of our normal daily life and routines that we hold so close have been disrupted over the past few months, I believe many of us are experiencing the same thing. We know what we want and need to do, yet we find ourselves struggling either internally or mentally or emotionally to actually do it. And I will be the first to admit, I've found myself struggling with this in April. And this is why I so highly value and appreciate the systems and the processes that we have in our business, because, well, now would be a perfect time for good habits and positive reminders to quickly be forgotten, right? That would be very easy. I, I say perfect time, but what I really mean is that it would be easy. My systems and processes won't let that happen, thank goodness. This month, I was reminded by my systems and processes of that 80 20 rule, a strategy that I know about, a strategy I love, a strategy that I believe in, but that I haven't been very good at actually practicing. It's proven to me by the content in our income report, not just in the dollar figures, but in the actual content that we're talking about. I mean, I've dedicated the same amount of time to our business, yet I don't feel the results actually show it. And I've spent too much much time on activities and projects that don't go towards creating our biggest impact. So again, it's not just about the dollars and the cents, it's about the actual impact that I feel I'm contributing. And maybe this is a reminder that you could use right about now too. Yes, we're in very unusual times and everyone is experiencing some type of disruption to their normal routines, but that doesn't mean that our good habits and those positive reminders have to be forgotten.
0: Mike, drop, Fire Nation, as always, we appreciate your time, your energy, your following our content, and just being part of the family that we know as Fire Nation. So make sure you tune in to next episode of Entrepreneurs on Fire, as well as everything else we have coming up in the upcoming year of 2020. A lot of awesome stuff. Take care of yourself, and we'll catch you on the flip side.